Hello, here we are on the June 8th, 2017 edition of the Science Fiction Club, and we are talking this month about Aristoi by Robert John Williams, and we'll go around and see what people thought of it. Here we go. Well, I didn't get too far into it. I, I think I quit when there was something that kind of indicated to me that there was something to do with virtual reality and stuff, and I thought, oh, not another one of these. <laughs> and I had so much other stuff on my card. I mean, I've got, what, about seven dozen books, which I know, you know, that's I'm having a using a 16-gig card in my stream, but that's still a lot of books. So I just kind of dropped it and decided not to bother with it. Well, I was overwhelmed by it in the beginning, especially. I mean, there were so many exotic terms used, almost as if we were inventing some languages for all the different descriptions of the different types of realities. I was strongly tempted to stop reading it, but I stuck with it, and it did get a little better as we went along, and gradually one could, one could see a plot forming and a struggle between the different factions of these, whatever they're called. <laughs> you know, they all sound Russian, the name Russian, then they have all kinds of, of classical names, and they're different realities. So it was, it was quite overwhelming, but I stuck with it, and I did find it pretty good, especially, as I say, towards the end, it got got much better and more understandable. Well, I don't think I even made it out of the first chapter. The guy spent so much time describing what was going on and all of the stuff that was around and, you know, never talking about the people until it seemed like he was almost halfway into the book before he started talking about people. Uh, then they did that business about operating on the male to make him pregnant. Uh, and I didn't particularly, it looked like there were going to be some homosexual things. And I don't like reading about sex, hetero or homo. Horm, homo. So I just gave up at that point. Yeah, I didn't even get through the first couple of pages. So you have at least me to. Um, accompany you through your getting disgusted with the book. <laughs> I didn't even make it through the first chapter either. I didn't even, probably didn't even make it through the first half of it. Well, we knew that it was going to be VR from the plot. I, I mean, the what I played on the thing. So I mean that. I mean that in and of itself wouldn't have stopped me from reading it, or I don't know why it would have stopped anybody because we knew that. Um, but Lucy and I didn't get very far into it because it was just didn't seem to grab our attention. And then uh, when we got to the guy who was surrounded by surgically sharpened spears, who was apparently having trouble separating his personalities, and he was going to do some violence to himself, I guess. I don't know. We didn't get that far to find out. I wasn't sure I was wanted to find out. So, uh, and I guess this is why I don't remember it from the first time I read it, because I read this book, and I don't remember a thing about it, and I still, you know, I think I understand why now. I think he just overloaded you with so much detail, you know, about the surroundings. 
um, it was really hard to connect with any of the people because, you know, you only had a vague idea what the fir- the main character, at least I think he was the main character doing. Then there was his boyfriend and then some other people. Um, but nobody seemed to be, well, I could, I, I didn't get grabbed by anybody either. And I have to be grabbed by somebody fairly quickly or the book is not interesting to me. Can you guys hear me? You're low, but we can hear you. Okay, go ahead and discuss a little bit more and I'll fix my settings. I had to uh, redo Windows and everything, but I can fix it really quickly. Well, speaking of sex, there was a, I was going to quote, and Lissy said I could have edited it, which I could have done. Uh, in the Newswire, I was going to quote a Publishers Weekly review that was pretty positive, but the final sentence read, there was a delicious scene where the main character has sex with two different people, one in one, uh, women, one in r- virtual reality and one in real space. And I said, that doesn't sound delicious to me. So I didn't bother quoting that review, and I wasn't looking forward to that scene in the book either. So I don't know. I don't know. It seems like it had the potential to be a really good book if some other author did it. You know, because, you know, the massive virtual reality was obviously very intricate and vast and, you know, but I think this author just doesn't have it, whatever it is. I just wonder why he had to use so many exotic names for the characters to make it more difficult to remember them. And then all the different, I mean, there were a lot of interesting things. I mean, these alternate realities, but he gave such, at least for me, such difficult names to remember the different elements like within his own, you know, within each of these superhumans, they had different types of helpers within their brain with different names and everything, and all. And they work within different realities. But the part that was interesting when I got further into the book, when, when they were on that planet, where and, and interacting with the medieval people there, when they were hunting that renegade, whatever his name was, uh, and then of course Gabriel had had a. a, a a lover, so he had, you know, he was he was apparently bisexual, <laughs> but it, but it got rather interesting in that in the planet part of it. But again, with all these difficult names to remember, it made it very it made the reading much more difficult for me. Well, as they say on the Price is Right, Leela, come on down. I'm trying to fix this. Hold on. Maybe you and Martin ought to get together because he's having low audio issues tonight. No, I had to reinstall Windows because the update corrupted my thing, so I'm trying to... I can't remember how to turn up my microphone volume. Actually, you sound pretty good. Of course, I have volume control on my headset, so I can turn you up if I need to, but you sound... at least we can hear you. Will it be good enough for the recording, though? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, I didn't... I really tried to read this book... Um, and the reason I didn't like it, it got into, I think some of the things were demonic. I mean, he had, like, um, demons or something doing his work, and he had, basically it was a mind thing, which would have been fascinating had he not, like that one guy, like you said, with the spears and stuff, that guy was, they were doing spiritual things. They were doing, it was almost like, um, oh, what is that, that called, um, 
like guided spirits or something like that. That's kind of what it reminded me of. And I just, I couldn't read that. Apparently, and this is from what I've read, I don't remember this in the book. As I said, I don't remember anything from this book, even though I read it back when it came out on cassette. They have sub-personalities they call demons, and they, though I'm not sure how it's spelled, it might be D-A-E-M-O-N, which is kind of like computer programs. Um, um, you guys from Unix, Mary and Marshall, you'll, you'll probably remember those. Um, and they still talk about mailer demons, actually. Um, I don't know how he spells it, but... Um, but yeah, the guy with the spears was having trouble splitting his personality into the proper helpers or something, and um, so I don't know. As I said, maybe in the hands of a different author, it might have worked out much better. But this guy, as you as you said, there was so much detail in the beginning that I mean, the people just didn't seem they seemed kind of mechanical and not very well, you know, not very. They didn't seem to have much passion for anything, and they were kind of very intellectual. And I don't know. It was just a dud, as far as I'm concerned. Well, it looks like we've got another situation where the majority of the club didn't like the book. <laughs> of course, we don't know what Deborah thought or some of the other people usually show up. Yeah, they're not, though. This is the third or fourth meeting where they haven't, which may be an indication of the books we're choosing. Uh, Leela, you weren't here. And I hadn't started the recording, but I'm just going to bring it up now. We were talking about, Mary brought it up, and I'm beginning to warm to it. Um, There's another club, the Fantasy Club, where instead of choosing a book for the whole club to read, they get together once a month and talk about the books they have read that month. They pick their own books, each person, as long as it's in that fantasy genre. And we could do the same thing here, and then come to the club and talk about whatever we've read that month and how we liked it. Uh, what do you think about that? I have one suggestion. Make sure people pick only one book because we had one person pick about four books and that kind of took up all the time so nobody else got to really put a word in. And I like the idea because um, it allows us to express our our individuality in terms of the books we pick. That is a good idea, just one book to talk about for each month. Even if you've read five or six, just pick one. Uh, Probably, perhaps the favorite one might be good to be a more positive, but if you really have strong negative feelings, you want to warn people away. (laughs) But yeah, that's a good idea, just to pick one to bring and talk about. I actually like that idea, and I kind of uh, running out of book ideas. <laughs> so yeah, I I do like that idea. So basically, to clarify, it's we pick our own book. So like, let's say, and I'm just throwing it out there because we were discussing it. Let's say uh, I chose Change Agent, and a couple of us other ones did, and others chose like oh, a Space Odyssey 2012 or something like that we would each discuss the book that we read, right? That's right, yeah. I want to read Change Agent 2, actually. I've got it here, and I'm looking forward to trying it. But I just finished Vacuum Flowers not too long ago, and it's a bit darker than I remember it from when I was reading it in the 80s, but I still am very impressed with it, and I'm glad I reread it. So 
if I were doing that this month, I would have talked about that. And um, uh, Leela and I could talk about blind sight or echopraxia, perhaps. And you know, and Mary can talk about a miracle of rare design, which I haven't read yet. Would I want to read it? So maybe she shouldn't talk about it just yet. Um, <laughs> the only problem, see, that's the only problem I see with this idea is that if we each talk about our own books. We're going to have to be more careful about spoilers than we used to be, because if other people haven't read it, um, how do you deal with that, uh, Marshall? We've never ran into the issue of a spoiler, um, nor have we ever had two people select the same book. Um, you know, I guess we should have thought of that, but I haven't seen any any indications about spoilers. Even just hear that people, some people like it and some don't. Or just even more of a, a description than you get in Bard is a, seems to be a good idea. Um, I kind of, you know, it's it's got advantages and disadvantages like everything. But, you know, I think it would give us a bit bigger variety I think the fun part of it would be is that, that we have a lot of diversity in our science fiction preferences. Like, I like the older stuff, but there's a ton of older stuff I haven't read. And I love aliens, gotta have my aliens, I gotta have my exotic, at least not as exotic as some of the future stuff we read, but gotta have my cultures and and stuff and I kind of like some of the softer science fiction that's more sociological, but at the same time I love space and exploration. And and Evan has his preferences for AI and stuff, and Leela just loves all kinds of stuff, and Martin loves all kinds of stuff, and and uh, Marshall, you have your your likes and dislikes. I mean, we could all share all kinds of neat stuff and I, I think the diversity in the personalities that we have would be a lot of fun to see and the, the things that we happen to prefer would kind of reflect that and I just think it would be a really fun thing to do Is this any better? I'm afraid not Well, I'll have to fix it is it, is, I didn't make it worse, did I? No, it seems to be about the same. I have an idea that adds to this idea. <clears throat> if by chance, like let's say we're, we've been talking about change agent. Let's say for the heck of it, everybody comes back and says, hey, I'm, uh, you know, like, because Mary always puts her, you know, what's on Bard or whatever, and like we're thinking of change agent or not. It, let's say we all want to discuss a certain book. I think we can kind of be flexible with that. What do y'all think? I was, that's what I was going to ask. How, you know, how to choose a book. Um, like, I'm not as well worst, uh, versed in science fiction as some of you are. So, I suppose I would just got, either go into the science fiction section and just look at books at random, or follow what Mary has been putting up, which almost every other day she seems to put a book up. There was one that she put up that sounded very interesting to me, having to do with something called the clan, um, about these people living among humans and everything, which sounds like it might be a pretty long book, too. Uh, something that I might find interesting to read. 
The science fiction section is absolutely huge on Bard. There are at least a couple of thousand books up there. If I remember right, I may be wrong. Um, It's a smaller section than, of course, the romance and the fantasy and the this and the that, but there's a whole raft of stuff that is just really, really interesting, and there's a lot of junk up there, too, but at least you can go there or, um, you know, because NLS does put a lot of stuff, and I know science fiction is not as much as we would all like, but we also have other sources. We do have Bookshare, and some people have Audible, and, you know, there are other things besides Bard. So I think being able to use those other sources, if we would like to choose our books from there individually or whatever, that that's another thing that opens a lot of doors for a lot of us. Well, uh, the Bookshare descriptions are generally much quite a bit longer because um, most of them come from the publisher and they're just basically the dust jacket info or something similar to that from what I've seen. Second of all, I'm thinking if you guys uh, are are willing to uh, take a minute or two, and it won't take long, if you guys are reading something and you want to write and say, um, you know, I'm reading this and it's not necessarily what you think about it, if you want to come to the meeting and talk about it, but if Martin, for example, doesn't know how to choose a book, you know, we can say, and for the benefit of others also, this is real far-out, future-oriented stuff, or this has got alien, interesting aliens, or, you know, if it's a Star Trek novel, that's pretty self-evident from the synopsis. Or, you know, I'm not suggesting we have to write long reviews, but... Um, you know, we could put in a sentence or two about what the book is about if people, you know, what we're reading. It's more, it's easier to do that with, especially with books that we really like because we want to spread the the word about it. You know, um, like I like the far out, really far future stuff if it's done right. Now, obviously, there are exceptions, and this is one of them. This this uh, Aristoy is a really far future kind of book, but it's just not done very well. But in general, I like that kind of genre. And, I'm, uh, and uh, yeah, as Mary said, the AI stuff and the singularity stuff, and but not all that is great either. It's like anything, any other genre. But, you know, we can, we might, and Mary's written reviews for a long time, so, I mean, even a short review from her would be, you know, pretty quick, I would imagine. So uh, that's something else that people can either do or, you know, if they feel like it, to kind of help people choose books, is to just write something brief about whatever they happen to be reading. Um, One comment. Are these short reviews going to be posted the way they're, you know, the book announcements are now where, you know, you get sent one for every, um, oh, I can't remember what this accessibleworld.org every every list you're on gets a separate announcement or duplicate announcements three times that would make a lot of people irritated no 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 I was thinking of posting them to the SF club list they would only be posted once and they would only appear there uh, that's a good thought though how would we let people know or how do you 
Hmm. That would be interesting. Well, it's one guy that's doing it, and rather than having one mailing list, like an announcement list of meetings and such not, it seems like he posts anything from any group uh, to, you know, every other group. And I've gotten to the point where I'm, I'm deleting stuff so fast I missed some things. Um, I don't regard it as a total problem, but maybe he'd pick up on the idea that we don't we don't need to have this posted. Um, maybe the other thing that could be done is they could be grouped into one message and sent out during the the middle of the month. I don't know. It's just something that bugs me. I hate getting redundant mail. Um, and it's it's you know I, I get mail I get mail from the groups I want to get mail from I don't want to get mail about oh histories and the other lists that are out there. I know what you're saying, and I've done the same thing. I've deleted um, things that I didn't mean to do. I know exactly what you're saying. And Martin, I'm kind of like you. Um, I love science fiction, but I am not as versed as Mary and Evan. So, um, like today, I was really, really bored. Uh, I couldn't work today because I was waiting for the maintenance people to come fix my balcony screen. So, you know what I did is (laughs) I looked at, um, I was on Audible. I love Audible for this reason. You can do this on Bookshare. I've done this on Bookshare, too. I looked at, um, like, an author that I've heard that we've read several books of Larry Niven, and I'm like, oh, you know, what can I get from him? Because I was pretty bored. And I'm like, what can I get? You know, so you know, if you can think of any of the authors that Mary and Evan and and uh, um, um, like J.R. used to talk about, <clears throat> you know, uh, Larry Niven, Ben Bova, um, Vinji. Uh, you know, anything like that, you can just go and basically search for those authors and find a book that you might like. Also, I think, uh, Marshall, you might be a little confused about posting. Um, the posting would be would just be for our SF Club email list because it's small enough that you're never, probably almost never going to have any kind of redundancy. I mean, it's just us. And that's where any posting would be for, you know, because the question is what what book um, maybe do you want to read and you just want the rest of the group to comment. I mean, we don't have an abundance of email for this club list. And I don't think there's going to be any problem because days can go by and I'm the only one posting new books. And the thing is, after another year or two, all the old books that Bardas want to save in electronic format, they're all going to be up there, and so the amount of stuff going up to Bard is going to be reduced significantly. So that's something to keep in mind, too. Um, but remember, you can always go out to the Bard site and look up authors or go look in the science fiction items on Bard or even on Bookshare, and there's plenty of stuff out there. And... Yeah, like I said, you could just ask questions um, to the rest of us, and you know we'll see if we know the answers or whatever. Well, this guy picks up 
at least the meeting announcements and rebroadcasts them on about, well, three lists. Well, actually, probably all the accessible world mailing lists. Um, so it probably, it might not be a problem. And if he does, somebody's just going to have to tell him to stop it. No, 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 no. This is a different different subject. These are two different unrelated subjects. I'm talking about postings to the SF Club list. That has absolutely nothing to do with Alan Lemley's posting of the SF Newswire to the various lists. That's a completely different matter. Okay. Um, with that, Then I have no objections. I think it's a good idea. I think... Um I, and, you know, I didn't, how would you, like, if we're all reading one book, I mean, if we're all reading our separate books, how would you make a newswire of that? Leela, your volume's fixed. First of all, I would just make a newswire like what the Fantasy Club did, and I'll say the next meeting is at such and such a date and time, and here's the link to the room. And then I'm just going to say we're going to try a new thing. We're going to each select our own book, so... If you're reading something science fictional this month, come and talk about it with the group. We're each going to bring one book to discuss, either something we really liked or something we really disliked, or if it's only one book, we just talk about whether we thought it was mediocre or whatever, but I'm not going to go on in quite that long. I'm just going to write something succinct and say that we're each going to pick one book that we have read this past month, and we're going to bring it to the meeting and talk about it. That's all I can say. Now, would it matter if we were to choose a book, and it turns out that everyone's already read that book, you know, especially those of you who are are well-versed in science fiction, would that make a difference? No, that wouldn't matter, because it would still be how you felt about it, and we can talk about how we felt about that book, because, you know, if we've already read it. That's, that's perfectly fine. And the cool part of that would be, if someone hasn't read it, and they want other people's opinions, that would be even more cool, and we'd get to know each other's likes and dislikes even more than we already do. I actually like this. It's a different direction. Hey, we've been here for, what, 10 years, I think, or more, and it's, yeah. Only thing is, we'd have to make sure we didn't spoil the book. Um. Yeah, we kind of have to be more careful about that if it's something that other people haven't read. Now, we haven't been too careful about it here because even though other people haven't read it, we, we try to assume that they have, or at least they've tried. So if they if we spoil it, they're not going to care too much. And, you know, if they have, well, it, this is a different setup where we assume that people have read the book or have at least tried to read it and either gave it up or, for whatever reason, are not going to care too much whether it's spoiled. Um, yeah, this is a different thing, so we, we will probably have to be a little more careful, but Marshall said that it really hasn't been a problem for the Fantasy Club list, and they've been doing this for, I don't remember how long, several months or, or more, at least several months, that I've been reading his newswires. I think even if you say something that's a spoiler, that might even tempt people to read just because maybe they don't know how the ending ended or something, but if you throw a spoiler in the middle, which sounds like it doesn't make sense, that would that might be a, a clue to get somebody else to read it. So you never know how things like that work. 
And this isn't like mystery, reading mystery books where if somebody tells you the butler did it or this person did it or that person did it, it kind of ruins the book. Yeah, Marshall stole the cookies. Yeah, actually, sometimes uh, spoilers can make me want to read a big uh, book more if somebody tells me that, uh, well, in the end, something really radical happened to the society because of something. I'm just going to say, well, what did the author do? How did he make the society different? You know, I'm going to want to read it even more. You know, or, you know, um, sometimes if it's a really unhappy ending, like certain authors seem to like to do, uh, I know some people may not want to may not, may want to avoid that book you know there's a different a- angle to that too oh is that what i did when i told you not to read starfish <laughs> no you just said it was what was it stupid or i can't remember what words you used but it was not, it was pretty uh it was you had you had pretty strong feelings though i don't think you spoiled the ending but uh, you did have strong feelings about not liking it i want to make a suggestion i don't know how many people might be on vacation for our meeting for July, and I don't know if we, if last year, if we decided to skip July, but I'm not going to be here for our meeting on July. Um, so I don't know if we were going to consider maybe skipping July and starting up in August with this idea. Actually, uh, I was wondering if that's a good point. Is are any of you guys going to conventions or anything like that? I'm not. I'm, I'll be here. Um, don't you guys travel every once a summer, Evan? Yeah, but that's usually in August. Our family reunion is the second Saturday in August, which means that I'll be I won't be here for the first for the meeting in August. But I've done it from uh I've done it from my uh mother's place in Pennsylvania before, so that's not a problem. I just take my laptop with me and do the meeting from there. So that's not a problem, but I yeah, I travel in August, not July. Are you going to convention, Martin? No, no, I'm going to visit my my wife's relatives in Puerto Rico for a week, and it just we're leaving the day before the day of our meeting. Well, I mean, if you guys want to skip July, you can. I'll be here. I don't have anything to do. Um, well, besides work and look for a place and all that, but um, yeah, it's up to you guys. I know we did that one year. We skipped. I'm almost thinking it was August. Um, it was either it was one month of the summer. I know we skipped it, and we read a long book that I think it was a Peter Hamilton book, actually. Um, but it's up to you. We don't have to. We can. It, it's up to you. I'm game for anything. I'll be here. Uh, it, it's five weeks till the July meeting, and then it's another four weeks to the August meeting. So we're talking about nine weeks till our next meeting. If we skip July, um, we could get a fair bit of reading done for the club in July if we skip and. Um, the only reason I'm inclined not to is because I'm kind of anxious to see if more people come in if we do this uh, experiment about reading your own books. I'm wondering if more people will show up. and I'd kind of like to find out in July, but if we, if the consensus is to go and uh, wait till August, I'll go with that. But I'm, I can do either one, but I am kind of in, would like to have a meeting in July if we can. Yeah, I would too. It, it sounds like Martin is going to be the only one who's gone. Um, you know, because we could still have a meeting with with the rest of us, I think. Yeah, I'll be here in July and August. Um, the other thing is you got to remember that summer's starting and people are starting to do things that don't 
that may not make it available for to be close to a computer. Uh, I wonder how the other groups are doing if they're having a drop in membership. I don't think we've ever had trouble with summer. Um, there was that one time, as Leela said, that you know we had skipped a meeting because the Peter Hamilton books were were so long, and it took us a couple of months to read the two of them. Yeah, and there's summer reading programs, so people ought to be reading something this summer, and maybe they'll put in some science fiction in their summer reading program, or their personal summer reading program, if not one from a library or some other organization. And a lot of organizations do have them, but people have their own personal summer reading programs too, I guess. I don't have a summer reading program because I have an all-year-round reading program, but... <laughs> I actually am starting to really like this idea because you're right, Evan. I think that more people might. Science fiction is its a subject that, that uh, either you know it or you don't. I, Martin and I, I think, are kind of in between. Um, but I think a lot of people like science fiction but they don't really know about it because I know when I first came to these meetings I was a star you know all I knew was Star Trek and the certain little kid science fiction books that I read and and then when I came in here I learned from you guys hey I want to read this one hey I want to read this one well I want to read this one and I think that if we read our own books and discuss them even if people don't come in in July They'll listen to the recordings and say, hey, well, I want to come in and discuss this. Because, you know, always in the newswires we're saying, come on in and discuss whatever you want. Well, everybody's discussing this one book, and it's like, well... Okay, well, I'm going to turn the recording off now after saying that our next meeting is on Thursday, July the 13th, 2017. And for this month, we are each going to bring one book that we have read And we're going to talk about that one book to the rest of the club and tell everybody else how we felt about it. And that's how we're going to do it for next month and see what happens.